Bizu Bizu bitches, welcome to episode two. I hope you've enjoyed what you've listened to so far. I feel as though I might try and do these disclaimers every single episode. This is my truth. I speak my truth. I speak my own perspective, my own point of view. I mean no harm in doing these. This is just my own. I'm a very introspective person. I feel even more so now. I've grown through a lot of I, I don't even know what the specific word is, like, I've grown. I'm, I'm grown. I'm still growing. <laughs> and, yeah, I've learned a lot through these this last year of, yeah, this past year of, of dating, dating during COVID. So, yeah, there was, I, I intentionally you know, said to myself, I don't want to fuck around. I, uh, I'm not, I'm almost 30. I don't want that in my life. You know, it's hard enough trying to find people, let alone people who actually want something real. And I will say this because this has been of recent, I've been watching this Korean drama called Run, Run On, sorry. And I've, I've fallen for it so much because it's not your usual K-drama. And I also don't find it to be crazy dramatic. I feel like it's very tastefully done for my own opinion. And the characters are just really well written. And what I love about, and in general, I will say with K-dramas, is I love how slow the characters build romance, like romantically. I think it's really cool. I really appreciate that. And even though it's, you know, it's not real, the characters, I still really appreciate the efforts that get put into them, the thoughtfulness. I, I like how formal they are with each other in the beginning. I like that relationships slowly build and I've realized that with myself that I'm so tired of rushing things you know there's no point why am I rushing you know I I'll probably be single for a few more years because you know until until we can socialize again I really don't know if I will find that person on an app I have a lot of respect for people who do find that person. I just don't think that's going to be me. I am definitely more of a traditionalist in different aspects of my life. And, you know, there's two things I really miss. I miss going out dancing with my friends. I do not miss the sexual harassment when I go out dancing with my friends. I also... I miss the moments when you lock eyes with someone. You know, you're at a cafe, you're getting coffee and they're sitting at a table, you're sitting at a table and you just lock eyes and you have that moment with someone that is just so beautiful. Or if there's a guy that you're crushing on and you're at the club and you wanna, you wanna eye fuck him, there's that too. <laughs> That's also a fun one. 
Uh, yeah, I think for me, that's what I miss most. I know no one asked, but here I am saying. <laughs> Anyways, back on the, the experiences I've had. So last year, 2020, I was hit with a lesson, which I feel we all have lessons to learn within each other. You're just needing to be more aware of them. But this one person in particular, I don't remember the last time I felt such sexual chemistry between a person in a long time. And you could have cut the sexual tension with a knife and served a very nice slice the evening I met him. And yeah, basically how it went is we met on Hinge, or we matched on Hinge, we chatted, we had a few phone calls, and then he was like, let me pick you up from work and we'll go for a drive around the city. And I thought, you know what? Sure, let's do this. I'm not one to usually do something like that, but because we, have, we had already had that conversation first and I, I wasn't picking up anything weird. I don't know if I've mentioned this, but I'm definitely someone who can sense, sense a vibe or a non-vibe or a danger per se. I'm very intuitive and so I trust myself. I've trusted myself since I, since I ever left home really about my decisions and people and I've, I've always been right. I, you know, I need to segue into this one is one thing that I remember reading, I believe it was this week or it could have been last week, where there's a woman who said, you know, like, trust your intuition. If, if, it's, if, if there's no communication and you don't hear back from them, just let them go. And some people and guys were commenting, being like, oh, that's the worst advice. And this one guy said... I, you know, I honestly can't even remember what he said. I wish I, I had it in front of me, but I don't. He said something along the lines of, you know, you shouldn't, your intuition isn't always going to lead you if you don't actually talk about it. And I mean, the, the author who had written this tweet, her viewpoint was after you've already made that contact. And... I also just thought it was interesting that some people think that an intuitive feeling is a mental thought. That is not the case. An intuitive feeling is, it has it right in it. It's a feeling. It's, it's something that you feel. And to say that, especially for a woman, that our intuition doesn't mean shit in a way is really rude because we are the universe. Women are the universe. We create life in our bellies. That's the universe. We hold the universe. I remember a Chinese medicine doctor said to me about the stomach that that is your universe. And I thought, duh, this is so cool. You know, and it's so true. And it's just, it's a wild concept, but it's true. So with that said, back to this person I wanted to talk about. I had intuitive feeling that I was safe, and I was. He picked me up. We drove around for 
say maybe an hour and a half and we just chatted and his his voice is just so silky and smooth and I was like this guy's trouble you can just tell I don't need to even say it out loud because he knows like he knows and I could just tell like the way he looked at me even the way I could feel myself looking at him I was like yeah we both know that something's up in like a in a good way so yeah it was a it was nice to get to know him we had a good car ride (laughs) and then he dropped me off home at home and that was you know that was a really good first meetup and he had mentioned to me the next day how he could he could feel that there was a connection and I said you know I honestly agree with you I completely felt that like there's some serious chemistry between us and I haven't felt that in a long time so that was really fun I also knew that for me it was more of a lust it wasn't and I knew it wasn't exactly what I was looking for but I was willing to entertain it because I really did enjoy hanging out with him and I want to I want to see like okay let's see where this goes I'm not expecting anything and so we chatted some more and this is an iconic line so if anyone's ever (laughs) heard this from this person you'll know exactly who it is I just it's I remember receiving this message and I remember sending it to most of my friends being like who this is a line like (laughs) depending on how you back it up like the way he said it to me there's context before it like we had been flirting through text per se and he said this line I have every intention of leading you to the promised land darling every intention of leading me to the promised land darling it just it makes me laugh so much now and it's it's just so funny and it's just like what a line like that's 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 a line I remember (laughs) I remember even at the time I had a roommate and I remember saying to her like I cannot believe this guy just said this like this is so amazing I was all for it I was all for it and so before the second lockdown happened I met up with him and I, I mean, it was, it was good sex. It was. Do I, did I feel that I was sent to the promised land? Mm, I don't, I don't think so for myself. Because I, it feels as though if I, if I were, then I probably would have continued. But that was the only time. I, I really, I saw him. That the only time I saw him again. Um, yeah. It was, I still just, I still can't get over that line. It just makes me laugh. But um, what what really kind of, I'm really glad for all the experiences I have with different people. I believe everyone teaches you something, whether you like it or not. And with this guy, he definitely taught me that 
I do enjoy sex. However, I'm not like my, my pussy's closed for business until further notice. Like I'm not looking, I'm not actively looking for a sexual partner whatsoever, especially during this time. I don't have the time for it, which I just don't, you know, I, I'm really owning in on my create creative side and I I just don't have the time I don't and I'm grateful that I realized that and so quickly another thing was that he he's a very attentive person like he needs he needs tender loving care he needs some TLC whereas I just I'm not in that headspace to give that to someone mostly because I'm busy <laughs> I I work a full-time job and then I do creative stuff and you know the rest is just you know that's it's just that's just the way it is so yeah I think the biggest falling out in this relationship per se was that there was some miscommunication. He wanted to see me again and I said maybe we could do that, that, that specific day. And he took that as a yes. <laughs> His maybes are yeses, whereas my maybes are noes. And I definitely should have been more communicative and just say, you know what, no, I'm sorry, it's not gonna work. But for some reason, I felt as though I had to entertain the idea. So, bad on me, but also takes two to tango. <laughs> so, yes, he was a little upset with me because when the day came, and before the day, he was really excited. He would message me things, and I'm like, okay. You know, and honestly, at that time, too, I just really, I wasn't feeling super good. And I had expressed that as well. You know, I'm sorry, I'm just not feeling really good and yeah he <laughs> he just I just have so many things at once to say there's like so many thoughts in my brain and one of the things that I want to say when it comes to guys like why and I mean, girls too, like, why, why are we making assumptions when that's not the reality? You know, just, just confirming to say, hey, does this, does this day work at this time? I will be here to get you at this place and time. Why can't that just be a thing? Why does it have to be this, you know, oh, well, you told me you'd do this and then you didn't. And I was like, well, no, I, I just said like, this is unnecessary. <laughs> you know, I'm not even in a real relationship with this person. When I mean a real relationship, I mean a committed relationship. Like, this is supposed to be a friend I fuck, per se. And I'm not feeling it. You know, when it gets to that murky level, which, when I was 18, 18, 19, I think it was 18. When I was 18, I had a friend with benefits, and it was great. We had a great time. He would pick me up from home. We'd go to his place. He'd drop me back off at home. This is great. We never talked about anything, really. <laughs> we would fuck. 
he would drive me. That was it. We wouldn't even go out for food. Like that, he was a guy, I guess, I guess he wasn't even really a friend, but he was because we would hang out sometimes with our mutual friends. But yeah, it was a great relationship. And it, and it lasted, I think it was around a month. And then he found, because he was seeing other girls and the, uh, this one girl he wanted to actually be in a relationship with, so he canceled me, which was fine. I was nor here nor there about it. It happens. Life goes on. So yeah, I'm, I'm taking this experience I had when I was 18, and I'm definitely applying it to my experience now. And it's just so interesting when people say you shouldn't compare the two and it's like but it's not a bad thing to compare comparing things I feel has now become a negative word and I'm not saying everything needs to be positive all I'm saying is that why do we have to take something at face value why can't we look at things in the the whole spectrum of it because you had an experience like this and it has some similarities and that's going to happen. So with this person in 2020, <laughs> we were not on that same level. He required more attention from me that I could give him. And I have to say, it's been really fun to feel that within myself to where I don't, like I, I no longer require and consider myself to be a codependent person which is, is big. I was, I'm codependent no more. <laughs> and I'm really excited about that. I'm, I, I think that's another reason why I'm curious to, to get into a relationship is because I want to, I want to practice my preaching. You know what I'm saying? That I fully believe, I fully believe in myself. So yes, 2020 dude, who has every intention of leading me to the promised land. Yeah, it just was a no for me, so that ended. Another thing that I found to be really interesting about this guy is that, and this has happened before, where after you have sex with someone and they ask you, how many times did you come? Um, I just... you would know if I came, right? I, I mean, like, I really hope you would. Because if I didn't come, then you would know. So I'm always perplexed by this question when people ask. I'm like, well, what the fuck? You should know. <laughs> Especially when you're older. Especially when you're older and you're experienced, okay? You should know when a woman's come. So... That's how I feel about that. This is the come episode. <laughs> Just kidding. There was none to be had. Anyways, I sometimes go into different voices, so don't mind them. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's a question I often find myself perplexed about is why, why you shouldn't have to ask these questions. I, I will say I'm super grateful for this time I had with this person 
because it's been really fun to talk about, especially with my friends. Oh my goodness. It's been so funny, you know, to, to have the experience to, to, to laugh about it too, because that line is just so funny. I remember saying this, telling this to another friend, a guy friend, and we, we, it's like our inside joke now, which makes it even better. So maybe it can be your inside joke too. But yeah, that is, that is, that is episode two. I wanted to share that because I just think it's, it's pretty funny. I also, what I'm trying to do in, in my episodes is to share my, my views, not just when I was in it, but when I was out of it. Because I know I have the capability to look at a relationship as if I were a, just a passing person. And I think that's really key when you're wanting to understand different relationship dynamics. And I, I honestly feel for me during this time of dating, it's, and especially on, on Hinge so far, it's been really cool to to have these moments with people and then realize like, okay, I know exactly what I don't like and what I do like, and these aren't matching up for me. Sorry, this isn't going to work. I wish you all the best. Next. And sometimes that's just how it be. Sometimes it is just a next and that's okay. You know, I, one of my, it was in 2020, one of my mottos you could say was just be okay with whatever outcome be okay with whatever happens in relationships if it if it works great if it doesn't great and I say this because it has saved my emotional side from not digging itself a hole I am quicker to bounce back than I was before. Like, yeah, you know, I have moments where I'm a bit sad about, you know, the person, especially if I really like them and I miss them. However, you have to keep pushing forward. And you also have to know your limits for yourself. If you are feeling drained and exhausted with the process, just take a step back, log yourself out, even delete it if you need to, the app. But just know that you're, you're going to meet someone at some point, whether it's on this app or outside in the world. Just be kind to yourself because it's hard for everyone. And I know with myself during this time of dating on Hinge, I'm not always very responsive. And honestly, I'm okay with that because... I can only give as much as I have. And if I am sensing for myself that it's just too much, then I just I just won't do it anymore. And all I have to say is, guys, it's I'm just not everyone's kind of person and you're not going to like me or you are going to like me. And I am who I am. Am I stubborn? I can definitely be very stubborn. And I know this because I know what I want and I know what I expect. And my expectations are actually really, really low. 
I just really want someone to see me at the same level. And if that means that I don't respond, then I don't respond. And, you know, it is what that is. We don't need to, we don't need to go crazy about this. So I actually have, that reminds me, I have one last story to share about this one person who, on that note, I I feel like I might have to do like a two for one all the time here. So I matched with this one guy. He intrigued me because his profile had said he had studied at Bikram Yoga in India. I'm like, oh wow, that's, that's really cool and very specific and also really cool. I would really like to know more about this. And that, that was my first line was, hey, Bikram Yoga, I would love in India. Like, I'd love to know, I'd love to know about it. And he's like, yeah, for sure. I can tell you about it. But he never did tell me about it. And I was like, I'm not going to ask again. Like, do you read? Come on. <laughs> so I honestly just immediately didn't really feel anything in our conversations. All I could sense from him, because there would be moments where I wouldn't respond right away. And when I mean right away, I mean within the hour, where he would message me again and then say, say something else. And then the next day he would message me again and then kind of like question why I'm not responding back. And I, people who do this, if that's what you need, then, oh, okay. I also am just not that person. I'm not your person. I'm not here to hold your hand and tell you that you're, you're beautiful every single minute. <laughs> I, I have better things to do in my life than to do that. So, yeah, <laughs> that's where I'm at with that. I've noticed for myself I need someone who's equally independent or it's never going to work. And so people like this one guy, which this has happened a lot of times, where guys just, they get so aggressive in conversation where, okay, the the first, the second date I had since I moved to Toronto, he was aggressive in the sense that he just said, let's meet. Whereas, and he didn't pester me very much in the beginning. Whereas in the beginning, most of these guys are just so annoying. It's like, you, what, what do you want from me? I'm not your mother. You, you, want, you're, you want to be told that you're loved? Go call your mother. Like, <laughs> I don't have time for this. So anyways, there's, there's my rant. I feel like this is my first rant. Ah, oh, maybe it's my second one. I, you know, the come one really bothers me. But yeah, this chat I had with this guy was just really, it was draining me. <laughs> to be quite honest. And so our last conversation, he says, hi, Ashley. And I say to him, because I do feel a little bad, you know, that I haven't had time. I just simply say, you know, it's been a busy week. I wish you all the best with your Hinge experience. And then he says to me that read like a bow out, explain yourself, please. And you know, it's funny because one of my girlfriends, she's like, I hope you didn't explain yourself. I'm like, no, no, I'm going to explain myself because some of these boys, 
yeah, you heard me. Some of these boys need to learn. I'm going to educate you, boo. Okay? I didn't really educate him, though. All I said was, well, you know, I did. I did very short and sweet. I said, sure. I feel like you need more attention than I can give. Boom. I didn't say boom. <laughs> and yeah, I, I didn't hear back from him until the next day. And he said, I actually don't think that's the case, Ashley. Pois du pois. Which means two points, I believe. Désolé en mon français. And I never messaged him back. I was, I was definitely done at this point. I'm just like, oh yeah, now that doesn't warrant a response in my opinion. I, I, I told you and now you don't like the answer. So now you're questioning my answer, which like you, we've never met. We've never chatted on the phone. Like, I don't see what I owe you. I don't owe you anything. You are trying to steal. You're trying to thief away my energy and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> and I feel guys get annoyed when women tell them to fuck off. But honestly, if I had any ounce of fucks to give, I probably would have said fuck off. Because <laughs> at this point, it just gets to the point where you're like, okay, what do I need to say in order to make this person leave me alone and never think about me again? And it's sad that it has to come to that. It's really honestly sad that it has to come to a place of what do I do to make this person never speak to me again? Because I would, I would like to leave on good terms. At the same time, when you're, when you're going through people as much as I am just to weed out all the people that don't work for you, you don't have time, you know? You just don't. So don't feel bad. That's, that's, that's my advice if anyone asks for it. Is you just don't feel bad because it is what it is. You know, we're all grown-ass adults, apparently. Sometimes I question people, but we're all grown-ass adults. So let's just act like adults. And you know what? It is an adult thing to just not respond because you know what? Yeah, I have a lot of suitors that are chatting with me and not to toot my own horn but toot toot bitch that's just how it be <laughs> so I'm sorry if I can't give you the attention that you so desire I just I can't I'm not capable of that right now because I'm very focused on what my intentions are with what I'm doing presently creatively so yeah <laughs> That concludes this episode. I thank you all again for tuning in. And because I know most of this listeners are going to be my friend, uh, my friends listening. Wow, so many words. <laughs> Please feel free to give me feedback. I love feedback. I'm all about that. And I wish you all a blessed day, afternoon, evening, however, wherever, whenever you're listening to this. Bisous, bisous.